Hello, and good morning to you. I'm Bruce. And I'm Mike. And we're with Tech Connect. And Tech Connect is very important to you, and you may not realize that now, but after you're listening to a series of our podcasts about the kinds of technologies that are available to you every day, whether it be for entertainment, education, employment, or just information and research. All these things will come together in our conversations with you so that you appreciate how much more these devices can add to your life. And we're baby boomers, just like you. Basically, this is baby boomers talking to baby boomers about the new technology. So sit back, relax, and listen. Good afternoon, I'm Bruce. And I'm Michael. And we're here today back with the podcast and we're going to talk today about assistive technology. We were doing a three-part series on assistive technology, but we found during our research that we had to spend more time or we should spend more time on the other areas of assistive technology, which are vision, hearing, and mobility. Today, we're going to spend time talking about some of the devices out there that assist in vision, in your vision, for both people who are have low vision mm-hmm. and people that might be blind. There are devices that can assist you in your life if you have that problem. Uh, one of the things I want to say about this, however, is that some of these devices are very expensive and they are medical grade type devices that you should probably or you should talk to your physician, your doctor, and your insurance carrier about whether you should use that device or, or you can afford that device through your insurance. However, some of the devices are general in nature and they can just be used. So we're going to be talking about uh, all of them, uh, some of them today. And the key thing also is that because, as Bruce said, some of them can be expensive, there are a variety of state programs that actually offer financing for some of these devices. And some devices are either FDA registered or FDA approved. So based upon the kind of information that Bruce and I provide to you, and you want to do a little bit more research about these products, those are factors you should consider. But the good part about it, I was really amazed at the, uh, the versatility of these products. Uh, they've come a long way when they first were introduced several years ago. And it's really going to, add, in the future, the advancements in these products is going to make a big difference in the quality of life for people who are vision impaired. Yes, and, and we'll be revisiting this area. I mean, the, all of the assistive tech, the wearables, etc., because the products, the devices are coming out yeah. faster than you can <laughs> and keep the advancements, up. Yeah. Right. So we'll be revisiting this area uh, often uh, to tell you about the new things that are out that can make your life easier and, and again, help you stay in your home and take care of yourself as you age. One of the vision devices that we want to talk about is called the eSight electronic glasses. Uh, the eSight glasses are a wearable device. They're hands-free, but they're like goggles, aren't they? The yeah, eSights like, are like mm-hmm. large goggles. 
So it's not something that's inconspicuous. You'll be wearing these goggles. And they're mainly for people with low vision. Uh, the area that you're looking at is captured and it's live video stream is sent to a computer that uses software and processes the, the item that you're looking at. And the video is sent back to the headset and displayed on two screens in front of your eyes in real time. The device will allow you to zoom in and out on, on an object and it will allow you to freeze the object to look at it like a picture. This device, however, is not for people that are completely blind, but it will assist you if you have low vision. Well, the good thing about this particular product that it says now there are a variety of imp vision impairments, uh, such as macular degeneration, uh, diabetic, what's that, retinopathy, uh, Stargard's disease, and some forms of glaucoma. Right. But the good part about it is that, unfortunately, it won't work for people who are completely blind, but just for those who have low vision, and it can provide a life-changing experience. Um, while there are some successful people, success with some people with eSight who have glaucoma, many glaucoma patients are not suitable candidates for the device. Uh, but as long as they have peripheral vision, they're able to use that to almost overlap the blind spot. And we can fill in the gap that their natural sight can't see anymore. Now, here again, when you talk about these devices, as Bruce said before, you need to talk with your vision, uh, your, your primary care physician. They will probably coordinate their services along with uh, those who provide services for, for vision impaired people to work out what device works best for you. Because here again, because of the nature of our vision impairment and all these devices are out there, you're really going to need some assistance by healthcare professionals to assist you in your purchase decision and also to some extent to set these devices up. Right. And now this, this eSight device that we're talking about is very expensive as well. The cost is about 15 grand. However, the device is registered with the FDA. Uh, therefore, it's approved by the FDA. Uh, so your doctor is something, that's a device that your doctor could probably prescribe for you if it would be helpful to you. Mm -hmm. The uh, Again, the eSight device is is conspicuous. I mean, it's, you're wearing this large goggle on the front of your face, and uh, it's not uh, something that you could wear and It'd people would notice right, and be yeah. conspicuous with it. Uh, but if you have low vision and it's something that would help you, then you don't care about wearing it. Oh, yeah. You're not trying to make a fashion statement right, here. Right, right. You're trying to overcome a challenge that improves your quality of life. So let's not get hung up about how it looks. Be hung up on what it can do for you. The second device that we looked at that we think has some value is the Vision Buddy. It's called Vision Buddy. And the Vision Buddy was designed for various low vision eye conditions like age-related macular degeneration, glaucoma, and other uh, diseases that would affect your vision and make it 
blurry or whatever. It's a headset, and it looks like VR goggles. I mean, it's a large headset, and it's basically good for entertainment. Mm -hmm. The Vision Buddy actually has a comes with a router that you would connect directly to your cable box or your TV. Mm -hmm. yep. And you could walk around the house with these on and it puts out a wireless signal that the device will pick up and you can walk around the house and watch your TV on the device. So all it's doing is bringing the picture from your TV very close to your face so that your eyes can see it. And it also makes it look like you're looking at a large screen. Some of the things that the Vision Buddy does, however, you could do with a pair of Oculus VR glasses as far as watching movies or, or games or things of that nature. The headset also has a magnification, so you could magnify an object or, or something that you're looking at on the screen and you make it larger so that you can see it better. And it has optical character recognition, so you could look at a page the device would actually take a picture of the written text that you're looking at, and then it could read it back to you uh, through OCR. But like I said, this device, again, is very conspicuous because it uh, looks like a pair of uh, VR goggles. Uh, you could use it to read books and to magnify small text if, if that's a problem for you. The cost of the Vision Buddy is about $3,000, so that's not that far removed from what people can afford, but again, these devices are relatively costly. But in addition, though, as Bruce said, it's really good for recognition, and it helps you see faces clearly. And if you have any type of hobby that requires, like, for example, if you still want to knit or crochet, or do puzzles. All those kind of hobbies that require you to have better vision, these particular this particular device is very helpful for that. It really helps you understand your surroundings or see your surroundings a lot better. Uh, here again, it can read aloud text from your favorite books, newspapers, and magazines. And as Bruce said, here again, the price point is much more competitive than the first one we talked about being around $3,000. Now, here again, as Bruce and I talk about these various devices, make sure you write these names down so you can actually go do some research, do Google research, and look on YouTube to see how these devices look and how they actually work. But we just want to make sure that we inform you to start to look at these devices, and especially if you start to realize now that your vision is being compromised, you want to be in front of this process instead of behind it. So when you really do need some type of vision support, you've already made your decision about what you want to do. Right, and one of the main things we try to do with this podcast is, again, make you aware of some of the things that are out there that can help you, and also we'll keep... Well, we'll keep talking we'll about We'll keep it. talking about oh, them, yeah. and we'll also stay abreast of the new items, that the new devices that come out can, that can help uh, as they come out. So we're basically just telling you about these so you can do some research on them and find out what 
if any of them, which if any of them will help you. Uh, we're not promoting any particular device. Right. However, and we don't get any money from and anybody. We don't get any money from we're anybody. Not any affiliated marketing or anything like that. Right. We just bring you information and facts. Right. And but there, these devices because they're so expensive, etc., and they're so uh, technical, you would want to do some research and also get the advice of your physician, your eye care physician, etc. Uh, before you invested in one of these devices. The other device is called New Eyes Pro 3. New Eyes, N-U-E-Y-E-S. That's one word. And the New Eyes, although they're a large pair of sunglasses, they look like sunglasses, I think you can also take the the sunglass piece off and mm -hmm. just have them look like a pair of uh, thick glasses. Right. But they're more like a large pair of glasses instead of the goggles that we were talking about originally. So the new eyes, they're very good for people with low vision problems. They're smart glasses mm -hmm. and they have a lens that can uh, it doubles yeah, that can double the size, size of any object that you're looking at. They are good for several conditions like macular degeneration, diabet diabetic retinopathy, and but they also magnify small print. You can use these to look at events again like the other glasses, the uh, goggles. However, they are more wearable from the standpoint of they're not <laughs> large, right, <yeah. laughs> grotesque. Like, like an alien. <laughs> right. So they, they look more like a pair of uh, sunglasses. You have four focus settings. You have auto focus for adjustable focus at any distance. You have high focus for a fixed distance view, medium focus uh, for a fixed view at arm's length and choose you can choose low focus for a fixed focus for extreme close-up viewing. The maximum magnification is 12 times. So again, these are glasses that you could use to walk around. You could walk around in them. If you're in the supermarket, they would help you read the text on the, on the item that you're picking up. You can see the ingredients, etc. And you won't look like you're some type of space alien necessarily. You would just look like you had on a large pair of sunglasses the uh, these new eyes cost about $3,600 again that's not 15000 <laughs> but they are that's they, a retail price that's a retail price the, uh, about thirty-six mm -hmm. and again like Mike said there are agencies that can help you can assist you in paying for these devices, but you'd have to do research to find out what is required, uh, your income, etc. But again, if you have a low vision problem, this is a, a solution that could be helpful to you. The last device that we want to talk about, and we're saving what we think is the best for last, and that's the OrCam My Eye Pro. Now, OrCam makes a device that's a reader. And what's so good about the OrCams is 
the device is about the size of my thumb. It's like a thumb drive, a big like thumb a thumb drive, drive right? Uh, and you set it on the stem of your eyeglasses. It has a camera on the front, and it reads your text, anything you're looking at. But what's so great about the OrCam Pro is that it has OCR, so you can pick up a document and it will read it to you. Yeah. It also has smart reading, what they call smart reading, where you can say, read me the phone numbers. Tell me the phone numbers on this document. And it'll just pick out the phone numbers and read them to you. Or you could say, read me the amounts. And it will pick out the dollar amounts and read them to you. Or you could have it read the entire document. Now, what's also great about it is these, this camera actually takes a picture of the document. So you could have two separate documents. Look at one, it takes a picture. Look at a second one, it takes a picture. And you could tell it to read from the first document. So it could read that document to you. It has a headset that is like an earbud, mm -hmm. and that you can hear alone. You won't. It won't be noisy around other people. Right. So you can just hear what it's saying to you. Some of the other great things that this product does. It has facial recognition. So if you have these on, and after you have recorded someone's face in the storage of this camera it can tell you the person's name when you look at them so it actually has programming for facial recognition it can read and barcodes on products so you could pick up a box of uh aunt jemima pancake mix What's it called now? It's not Angel Mind. Oh, yeah, right. You dated yourself. <laughs> right. And <laughs> look at the barcode, and it will tell you the product. It can read you the ingredients on the product. It also can identify colors. Yeah. Now, this is fantastic. I mean, you can look at a piece of clothing. Say if you're trying to match your clothing and you have a, a vision problem or you have a color vision problem. You can look at the object and it will tell you, oh, that is blue. And now you know to look at your pants and say, oh, they're black. So now I have a blue shirt and black pants instead of a pink shirt and, and green pants. Mm -hmm. So that will also help. It has text-to-speech, optical character recognition. And the last thing or one of the things that I think are very important it has orientation mapping so in other words you can look at your surroundings it'll tell you that there's a chair in front of you or there's a TV screen in front of you so you can look in your surroundings I don't know if it tells you distance to the object well yeah how about that but it will tell you that it's an object there and it will identify what type of object it is so these particular glasses or this particular device can be used for people that have full blindness. Yeah, that's the difference from the other ones we talked about. Right, because this thing is, is taking pictures of your surroundings or watching your surroundings and giving you information in real time. Uh, what It was one other thing that they do that I can't, is, is well, leaving me now. Well, I, yeah, because this product really is very innovative. I mean, the fact that, <coughs> excuse me, 
and it has more than 20 voice activated commands. So you really can't control this particular device. Maybe with diff 20 different commands, but it also recognizes only English, but it's also programmable in 20 oh, other different languages. languages. Uh, and I said, I forgot how many countries this product is already in, but the key thing is about the OCR recognition, where it can actually read back to you books, magazines, menus at a restaurant, things like that. That's only in English only. They have not yet adapted those uh, features in other languages yet. Oh, the one I was trying to think about, think of was it recognizes money denominations. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so that's really if, if you're, I know a lot of times people put their money in in stacks. In other words, you have all your twenty yeah. bills, mm -hmm. all your tens, all your fives, whatever, so that they can pull out the right uh, amount. Well, this can actually you can put the bill in front of your camera. And it will tell you what the denomination, and it will tell you it's a $20 bill or a $10 bill or whatever. American, U.S. currency. <laughs> U.S. currency. So it will actually tell you the denominations of U.S. currency, which I think for people that have, that are blind, that have no vision, that are visually impaired, that would go a long way in assisting them in the normal life. Yeah. And just getting around and handling your business. So... This device is, from our perspective, is the most bang for you buck, your buck, even though it costs $4,200. <laughs> and we, Mike said he saw some research, he saw it as low as $3,750. But it's an expensive device, but I think you get more bang for your yeah. buck with this device than any of the others. And it's very unobtrusive because it's just a little device that you can... You can, wear, you can wear any glasses with this. Right, you can wear any glasses right. with sunglasses, it. Sunglasses, sunglasses. If you're just uh, if you have low vision problems and you do have wear glasses, you can just put this on the side of your glasses, and it will give you all these benefits. I mean, I can just see how if you're a person that has to put on readers to read a menu in the restaurant, you could use this to read the menu to you. Mm -hmm. So it's it's a, a very good device and. I can only see it getting better as they add more uh, software oh, to yeah. that device. Uh, the key thing about this, though, it does have some requirements. You have to have control of your head and your hands and be able to hear either with or without hearing aids. Right. So if you're experiencing some issues with rheumatoid arthritis in your hands or some stiffness in your head or in your neck or what have you, you may not be a very good candidate for this particular product because it is kind of small in nature. Like Bruce said, it's about the size of a thumb drive, and there's a button on that's part of that device that you have to push a couple of times to engage the different commands and features. All right. But again, it does have voice commands. That's true. That's right. So you could, if you can get through the part with turning it on mm -hmm. and off with the button and, and the features that you have to hit the button for, if you can do that, then the rest of the commands can be through voice right so again again i think this device far out does the rest of them as far as being a useful device for just about anyone low vision or blind yeah and if you are vision impaired this would be a good device for you to really incorporate in your daily activities because if your vision 
well, of course when you have low vision, it's going to be degenerative. It's going to get progressively worse. At least you can start to use a product now so as you start to approach full blindness, you have already been used to using it. Right. The voice commands and what have you so that that transition from low vision to no vision is going to be a little bit easier for you because you'd be very in tune to how the device works if you need it fully for blindness. So again, we're like I said, we'll revisit this topic often because there are devices that are coming out all the time right. and they're improving the ones it's that exist now. Yeah. Uh, we're going to continue this series on assistive tech and the other two areas that we're gonna look at are hearing and mobility. So today we looked at uh, visual devices and we'll start looking at the hearing and mobility devices that exist now for people with impairments. Uh, so again, we're gonna close out today and we'll be talking to you again very soon. And if you have some information that you wanna to provide to us to tell us that just some other devices that we may not have discussed today, or you may uncover a device that we may not even know about, feel free to get in contact with us. You can hit us with an email. Email, I would say, think is best. Right. Just hit us with an email, uh, techconnect720 at gmail.com. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot it there for a second. But, and again, I'm still looking for someone to contact us from Hess, Germany. We also have a listener now in Saskatchewan, Canada. So if you could uh, send us an email, let us know how you heard about the uh, podcast, uh, that could be helpful to us. All right, so we're going to close out today. Thanks. Okay, folks. Another piece of information that we failed to tell you earlier is our contact information. You can reach Tech Connect. That's T-E-C-H-C-O-N-E-C-T, -E -E Tech Connect. And you can reach us by phone at 484-918-0158. Once again, that's 484 918 0158 or by email and the email address is techconnect720 at gmail.com that's t-e-c-h-c-o-n-e-c-t 720 at gmail.com so we invite you to get in contact with us and uh, so we can assist you with what your needs are and thank you